Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to episode 189 of Geekscape. I know you guys have all gasped. Oh my god, we're up to 189, but we've been at this almost four years. On Christmas Day, it'll be our fourth anniversary of Geekscape, your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcasts. I'm Jonathan over here on the left, because I'm definitely not Heidi over here on the right. This is Hi. Heidi Hilliker. She's a Geekscapist. She also runs her own blog at nerdqueendom.com. You guys should be checking it out right now as you listen. And uh, we're going to be talking about the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics. Huge comic book nerd. I don't want to tell you guys too much of a spoiler. Huge comic book nerd, which is what we Guilty. promised you guys last week when we spent 30 fucking minutes on Harry Potter. <laughs> Thanks, Walton, over here on the left, for encouraging Bibiani, who's probably the most verbose motherfucker I know. Hey, we got a review of Hamlet out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> when a Harry Potter review becomes a Hamlet review, you've probably been talking a little too long. Uh, the audio problems last week on the podcast... I don't know if you guys like it in uh, like wide like surround sound or whatever happened. I know how it happened. I apologize to you guys. It happened in post. Uh, if you guys like it, I can do that correctly where you're actually listening to me on the left side of your frame and Bibiani on your right or the guest on the right side of the frame. So we can do that, but you guys got to let me know. All right? Maybe I'll try for it this week. Um, Heidi. Yes. Talk to us about who you are. What is NerdQueendom.com? <laughs> Um, it's just basically a collection of any random thought I have about any random nerd-related thing. Mm. It could be videos. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. Cover your mic. Sorry, and no, the that's hair. It's cool. cool. See, girls oh, have this it. problem. They got right. the hair and the mic. It's going. They they all just guess. They were like, "He's going for the boob." No. Sorry, yeah, folks. Not yet. Spoiler. Um, Spoiler. But yeah, just you know. Opinions about shit have actually been really, really. Oh, excuse me. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it is the internet. We can, oh, yeah. we, can, we, we can actually go for the boob. But we have to let iTunes know so they have a mature warning symbol next to our podcast. Oh, good to know. Good which to there know. already is. <laughs> Since episode one. Um, but, uh, yeah. Nerd Queendom, yeah. Nerd so, Queendom. so you, you're, let's say you go out to a movie, you read a comic, and you just get excited about it, and that's basically where you just go, Bleh, Yeah, or just, yeah, just say what I fe- think about it, or just like mm-hmm. pass on other news, or just, you know, post things. I don't know. I've been really, 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 really bad about following up on it lately. I don't know. I think it's like the end of the year. You need to get a Brian Walton. <clears throat> Or like a like a an, an assistant. You, well, you need, to get, you need to get a community, a community people who can also help you out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you my know. nerd subjects. Well, with some some, some bloggers like Whitney Siebold, what he did was he uh, he um, had this blog and he still has it. But every time he writes an article, at the bottom of the article for Geekscape, it has a link to his blog. And a lot of you guys, there's more content mm-hmm. there. So if you guys like Whitney's writing, 
You can follow the the link to Whitney's Which blog. Which I have, actually. Stuff. I've and, checked out his blog. And so you're welcome to do that writing, too, if you want to get more nerds to nerd queendom. How come they're allowed to have blogs, but me... No, Matt Kelly has a blog. You can London have a blog. doesn't let me have a blog. You can no. have a blog. Uh, Nobody would read it, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't see the point. I, I write a review of the KFC Double Down, and London's like, this is really good. You shouldn't have a blog. Just put it on Geekscape. <laughs> I didn't say, did I say you shouldn't have a blog? <laughs> yes. Okay, said, well, well you, listen, listen. Okay, let, 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 you know what? Let me address that. No one, we don't think that you should have a blog, Brian Walton, because nobody gives a shit. And, and 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 you under you just need to understand like how how is, do you have a blog? Did you ever have a blog at one it's, point? It's still a blog. And and what is your readership in that blog? I get a lot of Russians through Google Images. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> Russians through Google Images. So what, what um, kind of images are you putting up? I yeah. had. Um, uh, you are good. No, I had really <laughs> yeah. early images of uh, the second episode of season five of Doctor Who. Like the second I, episode of season, season five, five of Doctor Who. Half of my Google searches come from that review I posted on my blog because I have Google images from that episode. And Russians really love that episode. So, apparently. <laughs> Specifically so, that episode. Yeah. Walton, when I say don't have a blog, what I really mean to say, and I'm not always good with words, you guys who've been listening for 189 episodes, I don't know what your problem is, I'm just saying, don't fucking waste your time. Like, you have outlets. Like, like that, that is your toil. Actually, right? I, I will admit, if if I'd kept the blog, I probably wouldn't have stepped up and I probably wouldn't be... Uh, Dedicated. Ed- ...editing as much for Geekscape. Right. So that is true. Yeah, no, don't waste your time. Come waste your time with us. That is what we're saying. As you guys... <laughs> you guys know what you're doing. You know how to waste your time with us. That's what you should be doing. And now this Nerd Queendom, if you want to write and point some people back at Nerd Queendom... I'm going to draw a little thing around the Nerd Queendom. If you guys... If you want to write for us, we would love to have more female opinions on the show because... Gilmore doesn't write anymore, and, it, and it's created a vacuum, a vacuum. Uh, it, oh my God! If we could turn the camera to a little bit to the left, you would see yeah. Walton with a giant AMC Coca-Cola. Giant, and, two he, hands. He's sitting it's like here. A it's literally two, two liters of soda, and my dog licked the straw. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh my God! I can't drink from the straw anymore." He's taken the lid off, and he's Your dog drinking. Was eating poop. My dog was not eating poop. I'm a good owner. And I was sitting there. He t- he's taking this two liter thing, and he's going. Uh, like it's a sacrificial fucking blood spill. It is very full. I don't want to spill defense. on your carpet. Then put a lid on it. But your dog. What you need is one of those little lids that they put on like sippy cups, you know, you for children. And then there's like, handles too. So. He, needs a, he needs an adult. He needs an adult sippy, sippy cup. cup. Someone needs to make that. I'm sure there is one actually somewhere. Hi, Heidi, how was your Thanksgiving? It was fantastic. What did you give thanks for, and uh, like, how did you spend the week? What did you do? Um, every year, my sister flies in, and we do Thanksgiving together. Flies in from where? Michigan. From Michigan. That's where I hark from. I think you may be our, our first Michigan... Gander. Michigander. That's, Michigander. Is, that what it, is that really what yeah, it is? Yeah, that's really what it is. You are our first, well, you're <laughs> our first Michigander. What part of Michigan? This, um, this is just getting worse. Just okay. outside of Flint. No, uh, thank you. You know, like just Michael Moore Town. Right. Yeah. And... Um, she flew in. Did you cook? She cooked. We cooked together. My brother lives out here now. He's going to LA Film School, so he came with us, which is the first time ever he's been with us for Thanksgiving. It's a good film school. It is, although he's there for game design. Fantastic. Which is awesome, and he's yeah, it's been really awesome. So he's always coming home with like video games and stuff. And your brother, your brother's a big nerd. Like we can get him on here. Oh yeah, for sure. He's a really big nerd. Okay. He's, he's a little. He's a little baby. He's only twenty. Only twenty. But, we, but, but we've got Heidi here. But he's got a lot of opinions. He knows and, a lot of stuff. Heidi, what's your Geekscape user ID if you want stalkers? It's just Heidi. Okay. It's just Heidi, you know? <laughs> I knew no one else was going to have it. I wanted to be the first one to have my own name. 
Right. It's just Heidi. If you want to stalk me, it's just Heidi. And you know what, guys? Like, like, <laughs> mine's just Jonathan. So it's kind of a thing. What yours? 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 What? B two Walton. B two Walton. Right. He likes to sound like a robot a little bit and likes to like mix it up a little. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Well, no, there's Nothing so wrong many with that. Brian Waltons. There's yeah. a, a Brian Walton that is a Cardinals reporter. Not he, He's been the no. Cardinals reporter. I've never known a Brian there's Walton, There's a actually. Brian Walton that um, is a guitarist. Yeah. It, uh, it, they it, beat me in Google searches. It, it, but you know what? In our hearts, they're fighting for second best. All right? B. Walton? Awesome. You should just be right? one. Be yeah. one Walton. There was an archbishop in the 15th century. There's an archbishop wow. in the 15th Yeah, that probably, oh, yeah, he probably wow. got an edit or some shit. He's probably number one to some people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the entire Catholic world. faith. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 he's probably he's probably the guy who's like Black Plague. It'll never spread. <laughs> Oops. Oh, uh, but guys, we went to see this movie, which explains the soda cups. Yeah, he got a refill. Uh, the so I got one too. <laughs> there's so little left. Like there's so much left. Look at that. I'm like to hear. No, there's so much left in mine. You're like throwing me under the bus. No, I throw of, you under the bus. That's what I do. Uh, of soda. Gilmore's not here. <laughs> the soda Gilmore's bus. Not here. Somebody's got to go. Um, guys, we went to see this movie faster. Like you'd expect that there'd be a lot of movies that came out over Thanksgiving. This was the movie for the guys, right? Faster. It's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. It's got Billy Bob Thornton in it. It's got Carla Gugino and then a bunch of cameos, right? Uh, Sarah Carpenter. Sarah Carpenter from Dexter. It's got Mike Epps. It's got the dude who played, what's his name from... Inception. Uh, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger's in it, but I was thinking about the black dude from uh, season two of Lost. Uh, oh. The, the African dude. The... the, the uh, he played, in Lost, he played like he was, the African dude. God, yeah, like, yeah I'm trying to think of... Australian And he was also in G.I. Joe. Yeah. So, let me tell you about this What's movie. even his name in Lost? I can't think of it. Oh, his real name is like nonstop. He's like, it, you get Yeah. It, it's an African name. Look it and, up. And the, <laughs> the, the dude is a solid actor, and I thought he was probably the best actor in this. This movie has The Rock. In opening scenes, he plays, he plays Driver, and you know his name is Driver, because before the title of the movie is on the screen, it, it has a freeze frame next to his head, and it says Driver, and that is all anybody ever calls him <laughs> in the movie. Which he's, really confused yeah. me. But do he, they do that for everyone? Well, he's being chased by Cop, played by Billy Bob Thornton. And? And Killer, played by British guy, British guy. Number four. So, he opening scenes, he gets out of jail, right? He's done his time, he's survived jail, he's got the scars to prove it, and everyone's afraid of him. And when he gets out of jail, he's going to pick up right where he left off, which is hunting down the people who killed him and his brother in a, an ambush after they have robbed a bank. They didn't kill him and his brother. They tried killing him, <laughs> they, they slit his brother's throat in front of him, and then they shot him in the back of the head, and he survived. Wow. Yeah, right? He's got, scars, he's got the scars, you watch this movie, you're like, oh, what happened to him? He's now got a plate in the back of his head. That won't play in later. That's the problem with this movie. As he goes on this killing spree of trying to get everybody who's guilty in the murder of his brother and this and that, and he starts to cross the names off his list, you spend a whole lot of time waiting. And the movie is frustrating. You'd think a movie, think called, a movie called Faster, faster would, would actually move faster, <laughs> but you arrive at the locations much earlier than The Rock. You, you, uh, there are a couple twists and turns in the movie that you've deduced very early on and you're just waiting for them to happen so you're watching someone slowly knock over dominoes one at a time there are gradual curves there are gradual yeah i wouldn't exactly call them twists and turns there there are gradual turns and and, and that makes the movie even more frustrating because you have all the elements for something explosive you have all the elements for a good action ride and it couldn't be any more simpler than setting them up and knocking them down but in this movie you're literally standing on your fucking hands 
watching this play out and you're sitting there going what the f like can we just get to the end like just blah 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 and every time he's about to put a bullet in most of the people towards the end of the movie they stop and you think maybe he's slowly learning that revenge isn't the answer da 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 and it gets a little preachy he looks into a lot of people's eyes before literally fucking play. gets a little preachy at the end it's extremely preachy and you're just bored to death in this entire movie so guys faster it's slower it's totally slower. It's a screeching halt. And I hate to say it because I do like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I, uh, who's now just Dwayne Johnson. Which is weird. Why does he do that? Uh, he wants to separate himself he, from, he the, from The Rock, him. and he wants to be him. And, and you've got Billy Bob Thornton in kind of a role that's a little bit wasted in. Oh, very much and, so. Uh, and when's the last time he did anything either? You could have given that like to this? somebody who really needs a comeback. Yeah, you, well, not even a comeback. You could have given that to an up-and-comer, this and that, and anything... It's crazy. Everyone in this movie is really spinning their wheels. I would have liked to have seen Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. That, that role. He's always good in a movie like, like that. He's good. I like him as cops. Yeah, I like, I like him. him as crazy. Um, the movie was a giant pain in the ass. Was it shot uh, well at all? No. 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 There were random it, it was, shots. It was overshot. For no it was overshot. Reason. Yeah. If they had maybe put like a grindhouse filter on it from the seventies. It would have at least explained what or ex they were going or excused a little bit of the sloppy. Uh, CBS Films uh, put this out, and it's the first movie I've seen from them, and they have the mechanic coming, which mm -hmm. seems like a very similar uh, yeah, kind of thing. And I'm I got about like, halfway through that trailer before yeah, I was bored. That, uh, Can you I imagine like, going halfway through a trailer before I'm being bored? Yeah, that's 15 seconds. It was nothing, <laughs> and I was watching this. I mean, it's Jason Statham and Ben Foster. So is this then, what they're uh, just trying to do, CBS? They're like just trying to put out like that type of a movie, just like put them together really quick. Like I think throw they some put sort out movies in the past, like... and I think they're equally as unmemorable well, I, as this I one. I think those the the first movies they came out with were like um, some some dramatic pieces that got no traction. So they're like, oh, let's go complete polar opposite. Let's let's Hollywood this up a little. And um, the worst though was uh, I really like Sarah Carpenter. I love mm -hmm. Sarah Carpenter. Oh, she's amazing in this. She, she's actually she got she got two minutes where you're actually gripped for a minute. You're like, wow, this could go somewhere. If she sticks around, this will be interesting. Maybe she'll change him. And instead, they what, end the scene on a line that had Walton and I laughing in our seats. <laughs> were you the only she, people there? No, no, <laughs> no we it, was, it was it was fairly empty. But, um, but there were some old people who snuck in like halfway through the movie. They were like there were old people who were theater hopping. She was, I'm sure. And I think it was their bucket list or something. <laughs> but they, they they could not have been louder theater hoppers. These she were not fell ninjas. Into somebody, this old chick <laughs> fell into somebody's lap. Was she with a walker? She, might as well have been. She, she was like using the eye. She she was using like the fucking head seat, like headrests as like yeah. ways to walk past. Yeah, they got to do that. And then she just ate shit. And knock this guy's popcorn everywhere. And most entertaining part of the movie. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But Sarah Carpenter delivers this line. She's like, kill them all. She's like, I want you to kill every last one of those bastards. I was like, okay, after you just said that really charismatic, touching scene where maybe he's going to find some redemption or change his ways based on what he's lost, which is a life with you. He's, no, just kill them all. Just no, kill them all. Good. Then, you know what? You're doing fine. It sounds kind of like I just told like you a, you're not doing fine, but you're doing fine. A bad version of like Kill Bill. It was actually a, they used the hmm. chapel from Kill Bill for a marriage of two very pointless characters. Okay. They used the chapel from Kill Bill, and they used the downward slope from the opening scenes in Fast and the Furious Four, which only a film nerd like myself can recognize that kind of location. Yeah. He leans over and he's like, 
And that's the same I, film slope. That's the same slope from Fast and Furious. <laughs> you know the opening of Fast and Furious 4 where yeah. they hijacked that... It's supposed to be Costa Rica, but it's actually north of yeah. California. Right, <laughs> it's, of course. It's like out in the fucking... It's by Palmdale or somewhere here in L.A. Uh, or in California. It was um, it was excruciating, and I won't excruciate you guys anymore with this whole review, but faster, just fucking do a nice Maggie swerve Grace around it. Us. Yeah, Maggie Grace from Lost was in it, oh, and yeah. she was fine. No point at all for this hired gun Billy Bob Thornton. The bad guys hire this killer to to stop him before he kills them all, <laughs> and he is one of the most painful things I've ever seen in a movie. It's just brutal. When you first see him, he's doing yoga, and he claims to have mastered yoga, and he's bored with it, and he has to move on to the next thing, and he becomes obsessed with killing the rock, and he's fast. Sorry, it's not the rock. Uh, it's just brutal. <laughs> I have a feeling. That Only for you do we do this. <laughs> Only for you. When you think about your what the why did Jonathan see. So Why you don't do you have see to. this piece of shit? We do it for you. You got to understand that this entire four years has just been nothing but a sacrifice of myself for you. I'm a very messianic figure here. You guys need to understand that, <laughs> please. At least it's one I'm saving more you from your own towards, sins. Uh, one more movie towards your ten dollar gift card. Oh man, I don't even want to. This is as far as I'm admitting I saw this movie. My wife's gonna come home from work today, and she's like, "What'd you do today?" I was like, "I don't know. I recorded a Geekscape." That's it. Didn't go for the boob. If you no. could remove Pride. the memory of that movie from my brain, I would be a better person for it. Yeah, the, the, it was a waste the, of your the, life. The sad thing is, Brian, it's an, okay. an hour from now, the memory will be removed. Yeah. I mean, at least You guys forget it. As soon as you have new information that needs a place yeah. in your mind, your mind's just going to kick this to the car blank right away. Did you see a movie recently, Heidi? Have you, did, that's one thing I like to do on the holidays. Like, Laura and I took I her niece. We took our niece, I guess it's my niece now that I'm married, but took our niece to see uh, Megamind, and that was great. I've heard that it's really funny. I haven't cool seen it yet. love letter to comic book movies and a love letter to comics and just has so many little shout outs you know there's characters named Hal Stewart and <laughs> things like that so if you're a comic book fan I was geeking out and having a little bit more fun than my nine year old niece who was getting a little antsy by the end of the movie but I enjoyed it what do you do like do you, um, what have you seen that you enjoy? you know I have not been seeing movies lately like I normally do which is weird I just feel like there's nothing out that I really want to see like usually I see a movie every weekend mm -hmm. and um, we went and saw Harry Potter yesterday I know we don't want to talk about it at length seeing how that was Oof. prior uh, brought it priorly but talking about glacially but um People, but I did see it that was like the yeah. one that was like I saved it for Thanksgiving because I knew my sister was right. going to be here and she'd probably want to see it um, I haven't seen too much. I'm trying to think of like the last thing I saw in the theater before that. Social but, network. Social network. No, I haven't seen social network. Going which everybody awards. says it's so good, and I really do want to see it. Going, I'm actually in it. I did extra work on that. Are you serious? Yeah. Go, going into award season, <laughs> like like now that we're getting into this whole award season, like like the movies are thin, and right, I, I want to see Black good. Swan. I want to see Black Swan. I want to see. Grit. I gotta see True Grit. Oh, yeah, that's the movie we gotta see. <laughs> But, I mean, my money's still on 127 hours. You guys know how much that movie affected me. It was just an incredible movie. I told my parents to go see it, but I said, fucking blank the rest of your day, though, after you see that movie, because it exhausts you on, on so many levels. Um, there's really not much more no. than Black Swan, True Grit. I really, I, sh I had an opportunity to go see Black Swan last week at LA Film School, but I was sick, and I just mm -hmm. couldn't, like, pull my shit together to go. You know, it's not the subject matter that I would think that I, I'd want to go see. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go see a movie about the ballet. But I love Vincent Cassell and the the trailer and what was going on in the trailer. Just I was like, man, if the movie is anything like this, which for the most part his movies are, the trailers are representative of his movies. Yeah, I got to see the filmmaking and it looks awesome. It does look really awesome. I think it's going to be like a complete mindfuck too. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think you're gonna. I hope not. Like I find a lot of movies to be really predictable. Like I just mm -hmm. feel like I get in there and I know what's going on right away. And um, 
And especially a lot of those ones where they try to throw you, you know? Right. It's like faster. Right, I'm sure. Right. Um, but I think that that Black Swan actually is going to be one of those movies where there's something, like like some sort of suspenseful turn that I won't see coming, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a he's a, a masterful filmmaker. Yeah. we're talking. His name's on the end of my tongue. Aronofsky. Aron- Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Yeah. And, and what's what's cool about this too, and, and the reason I enjoyed uh, uh, enjoy seeing these movies, like I enjoyed Social Network and watching uh, Andrew Garfield because I'm like, oh, he's gonna be Spidey. I always have to take something that normal people would just enjoy and be like, oh, what's the geek spin? And watching Darren Aronofsky's movie before he goes and does The Wolverine, which is the Wolverine mm-hmm. one off or whatever it is, just excites me. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. If he if he's taking this story and he's turning into this piece of film, what can he do with Hugh Jackman and company in Japan doing the Wolverine? Which hopefully just, I mean, we've beaten up X Men Origins Wolverine, the story of Jimmy Logan, the man known as Wolverine, the best he does is what he does, whatever. Yeah, uh, we've beat up that movie forever on this show. And if that if that movie is half of like what Requiem for a Dream does to you, and the movies like that. Or uh, the the one he did with um, the fountain. The fountain. I like, love that if movie. If it's anything like those movies, you're gonna have an experience that will literally clean the slate. Yep. Which I think is what yep. they're going for. Well, I hope it does because personally, I hate everything X Men that's been made into a movie. So including the first two. Including the first two. Now, why is that? This is a very. There's a new. Um. Opinion. Okay. The second actually is okay. I'll say it's okay, but I'm still not gonna put it up there with like my top five like comic book movies. No way. Um. Can you give us your top five? Okay, I can try to give you my top five. Okay, okay, top five, top five, top five. Okay. Um, (laughs) I love Batman Returns, and it's totally my top five. And some people will totally back me up on this, and other people will kill me. Batman, okay. Okay. Batman Returns. Everybody went to their gospel page. I'm an animal. Yeah. I'm not a man. (laughs) I love it. I don't even care. Okay, so you're down with Batman Returns, mainly because of the walk-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's for. Um, Shrek, Max Shrek, you know, a brilliant character. <laughs> my but, son. But the music was good, and it came out right at that time of my childhood. You know, Where and I was goth just like and partially Hispanic. Well, you know, when yeah, I was like, oh, like I sewing together raincoats. You yeah. know, I mean, in big it, fan of circuses. Yeah. yeah, big fan of circuses. You know, oh, I, I was balancing on you know giant balls at that time. <laughs> so Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Um, Definitely, like, I, I love Dark Knight, but I would actually say I even like Batman Begins better. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have that fourth act that's a little long. Right. I think it's a tighter movie. Yeah, it's a tighter movie all yeah, around. It's yeah. really good, and you get, like, the whole backstory, the introduction, which High I think... High five on that shit, Hilliker. So and it balances then, out. So I got my Batman Returns balanced out. Okay, definitely. Um, sure. I actually really like the first Spider-Man movie. Everybody likes the second one a lot better, but I always like the first one because I was afraid they weren't going to really just be able to tie up all the origins and get everything. I don't know, after that. Did you cry in the Uncle Ben scene? Yes, I did. Thank you. Yes, I High did. High five, Hilliker. I did. I cried in the theater. It was embarrassing. but um... It was not embarrassing for me. <laughs> I made sure they could fucking hear me. Why? Because I've been waiting my entire weeping. life to see that movie in yeah. that scene. And finally it was. And it was the kind of movie where it could have been bad. Like, oh. I just had a feeling. And I love the Rameys. Like, I right. love the Rameys. They're from Michigan, too. Michiganders. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was afraid maybe it wasn't going to be so good. Spider-Man 1 is in there. You like yep. the origin? What yep. else you got? I love 300. I put that right up there. I'd read the I'd read the man graphic candy. a lot. Yeah, it's man, man candy, candy so. and I think it's a really adequate adaptation. I mean, I think it's a literal adaptation. They actually had opinion, to add a little bit to a fault, just to make it longer. It felt like it felt yeah. like a little too. But I was geeked yeah. up to see it, but no, especially when the trailers came out. I mean, I could just say that was that's in my top five just based on the trailers. It's got the hot abs. Which, it's got the hot which, abs. Which I'm not into, but everybody's you, naked and there's lots of like bronzing going on and and blood and it's beautiful. 
Um, what am I at? Number like, five. What's his number five? Number five, number five, number five, number five, number five. The Rocketeer is where what I would put here. I love the Rocketeer. But I actually the love the Rocketeer. Five, what do you got? This is really hard, actually. Just it's like very hard. But more. the Geekscape, we don't we don't one take more, the easy way out. More. Well, I this is really random. Maybe this would be number six. I don't know if this is number five. But Persepolis. It is a really? comic book movie, yeah, and yeah. it's really good. Eat that shit. It's really, really well done. Actually, it's probably an Oscar. the, the most the Oscar? well done. No, it got nominated. It got nominated. I, got nominated. I feel like it just got, like, something else just, like, swept in there. Something I'd never even mm -hmm. heard of and just, like, stole it away. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're talking guys in tights, and we're talking guys in tights. Talking guys in tights, I'd probably say Superman 2. That would probably actually is close to the top. I don't know if that's number five. Still, that I, I think I feel the way you one. do about the X-Men movies about a Superman movie. Yeah. You know I mean, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Um, so, guys, let's see. We're talking, um, let's talk casting. Let's talk Superman movie. Yeah, There's let's talk about Superman. There's a rumor on the front of the site right now that Anne Hathaway, it's a rumor, is a front runner for Lois Lane. How do you guys feel about that? Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I myself think, you know, she is the hot number of the moment. And even though she's extremely talented, Lois Lane has to have that bit of Heidi Hilliker spunk to her. You know what I mean? She needs a little bit of that <laughs> attitude. So when Lex Luthor kidnaps her and flying around in his suit, which probably wouldn't be in my Superman movie, uh, when, she, when she ultimately gets kidnapped or is in peril or this and that, she slaps the person. You know what I mean? Right, and yeah. So or has sorry. something sassy to say. Or gets herself. It's not like she's just the girl who suddenly gets kidnapped. It's like she did something in order to put herself in the place right. to get kidnapped. Because she thinks, like, okay, for example, I was playing Scategories on Thanksgiving. Let's tie mm -hmm. this all back around. And <laughs> one of, the, one of the, the headlines, we got L. Right. And it was Heroes. I put Lois Lane. Right. LL. So I get two points. So we're going around reading our answers. And everybody kind oh, of, like. Oh, you can like, just mop up, too. Yeah. Right. And everybody's like, actually, we're having a big debate of whether Lois Lane is considered a superhero or not. Well, it doesn't even say superhero, okay. actually. Yeah. It doesn't even say Great. super. Great. It just said hero. It just said hero. No. That's okay. it. If it just says hero, then yes. Yes. If it says superhero, no. then no, because she doesn't have any superpowers. Uh, but Grant Morrison. <coughs> yeah, but, if but you Grant Morrison. Every time Grant Morrison. Every time. Well, I'm sure there's been all, plenty of moments where all, she's had. A, All Star Superman is not canon. No. Yeah. B. Everything Grant Morrison's done positively for comics, he's done negatively for comics. <laughs> by don't even have to. Every time the guy does something great, and we've had him on the show, we love him. He gives us a Batman trapped in time shot with a fucking future cannon. And weirdness. Does it make sense? I don't know. I just know that halfway through that storyline, my nose started bleeding, and then I didn't want to read it anymore. It, it, it hurt me. His wrap up to X Men, his run on X Men was so convoluted mm -hmm. and confusing. And, his, and it started with a bang. I loved the, his opening to the X Men stuff. They, they, Grant Morrison, Frank White, but I gotta tell you, All Star Superman, even though it's not canon, it, that is such a great Superman. When Lex Luthor gets out of jail in the beginning, that is how what I want to see in the movie. <laughs> Are you listening, Zach? Are you listening, Mr. Snyder? That is what we want to see. That we want to see. Uh, we don't want to see a fucking real estate scheming, kryptonite fucking island idea. Yeah, Lex like Luther. that. We want to see a Lex Luthor. Well, and we've already smart. seen that kind of Lex Luthor. Like that's what I don't understand. And to me, I didn't like him then, which is my problem with the with the Richard Donner with the Richard Donner movies. Yeah. But it's its own thing, you know. It's its own mythology. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the one good thing you can always say about like comics and movies and things like that is that it is myth, and myth is always meant to be told differently, and it's meant to have different perspectives We're on at it. You, Bruce Banner, um, <laughs> David Banner, however you want to do it, <clears throat> but. And I think that that's why those are good at the time that they were, and they're the Richard Donner version, and they're really, really good. And that's when they, re when they relaunched it to try to, like, capture that again is silly. You're not going to make it exactly the same. You're not going to be able to tell the same mythos. And there's so yeah. much story, 
and so many different uh, types of a Superman are like, I, I don't understand why you would just like try to recreate something instead of like doing something new. Well, what's crazy is that uh, Richard Donner, a lot of the Superman 2 that he got credited for is was shot for Superman 1. And, right. You know, and, and then uh, Richard Lester finished that movie and, and shot a lot of that movie. Uh, and for you guys who are film nerds, Richard Lester, he did A Hard Day's Night. <laughs> so you have the director of A Hard Day's right. Night, which is a movie that has given us so much fantastic imagery, like the beginning of Train Spotting. And that's the, when I think of Superman 2, I always think about it as really a Richard Lester movie because he had to do a lot of clean up and he had to do a lot of work with that in the, in the, the what were the brothers, the, the, the father and son, was who, who, who produced those, the Zanucks or something like that? And, and you're sitting here going, I don't know. Oh, some man. But that wasn't the Zanucks. The Zanucks ran Fox. Uh, and you're watching this whole politics play out of a fired director and finishing a movie with pieces from the first one and this and that and like, for Superman 2 to be a, not only a, I think a better movie than the first one, but the movie that we all love and it's mm-hmm. actually cohesive. What yeah. a fucking accomplishment yeah. that was. Yeah. I still don't like the whole trickery at the end. I don't like the fact that you can kiss Lois to make her forget. And right, that. sure. But like, yeah. Yeah. If that's the best we have, I'll live with it. That being said, Zach. But I the feelings the have. were there. Yeah. The feelings, you know, the feeling of, I don't know, Superman was captured, I think. Who would you like to see in the new one as Lois, since yeah. that's the rumor? Yeah, what do you got? Well, as we were talking before, I'm a big Erica Durant fan. Oh. Yeah, Heidi Licker. Definitely. Um, I'm available. Call me. Um, With Brandon Ruth? Brandon Ralph? <laughs> no, 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 no. You did not like that Brandon Ralph? No, Ralph. I don't like that okay. Brandon Ralph. Okay. I mean, I, I like what they did as far as like trying to find someone that people weren't really familiar with and trying to capture that, but he just didn't... He doesn't have enough of something. He's a very charming romantic comedy actor. I like Brandon Routh. I did. No. But what if John Hamm and an older Superman, as it's rumored? Yeah, that, I don't know if I'm into that either, though. I'd like to see John Hamm as Lex Luthor. I would like to have seen John Hamm as Hal Jordan. And Ooh. I would have liked to have seen Ryan Reynolds as Wally West. And that would have been my well, ideal a, casting situation he, for that. Geekscapist. Do you like her yet? Because I thought that shit was awesome. Uh, but again, Lois Lane, you like Erica Durant. So is someone like that, like, I don't know if it has to be someone who's already, like, really popular in Hollywood. It's just got to be someone with a little bit of, like, fire and gusto. Someone who you're not afraid, like, they could take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But maybe also needs a little taken care of. Right. Like, you like, know? like Mr. Walton over here. Yep, just like you. Uh, <laughs> AKA, AKA Lois hu- Lane. My huggy bear. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you. And you're, you're watching this Smallville? You're into Smallville? I, I've not been watching it. Since season two, I have not watched it. Oh, I'm big into the Smallies. It's, it's my shit. And you're looking forward to, I guess, this week, Lionel comes back? Lionel. Who's awesome. Who's awesome. I do like that actor a lot. And I love that, like, I really like how they've kind of uh, sussed out the Superman mythology in that show, too. Like, they've really kind of, like, built it out, and they've given Lex, like, a way cooler backstory and, like, a lot more going on with the Luthers and, um, and just, like, uh, Clark's ties to them. It just seems like it has a lot. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't. I don't know. Everything is inherent Dusted. to each other. Everything, mm-hmm. Everything's right. tied in. Everything strengthens each other instead of taking it away. It's not diluted. Right. Well, then you, you know think like I mean? you think of like the Smallville Superman. Think of him like ten years from now going through some really big things with Lex Luthor, and you know that 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 kind of um, interwoven history. Right. They have that that huge history. So it brings a lot more substance, and it brings a lot more pressure to like mm-hmm. any kind of problem that they would have. Because it's not just some crazy guy. It's right. your former best friend. You saved his life. It's your fault, Clark. It's your You're fault. the reason he's bald. <laughs> right. right. And then, um, uh, this bear. is the last Please. season. This is the yeah, last, this is the last season. season. Like, I feel like a lot, we, I keep having to explain to people that it got better 
two years ago. Uh, and that's what I heard. Well, it's too, gone right? through like waves. Yeah, but there was like this barren. <clears throat> Uh, th- there was this time where I wouldn't even recommend it to my worst. And who friend. are the guys? Yeah. Who are the guys? Uh, Malar and Go, and those guys ended up moving on, right? Yeah. The create the guys right. who created the series. Right, they moved on, and right. people that picked up after them kind of just didn't know what to do with it. They tried to introduce. Brainiac yeah, we got Superman. Right, but there's was always the, was good the episodes, even when like not things. Was the, uh, That's happening right the now. Doomsday stuff any good? The Dark Seed stuff's happening now. Yeah. Dark Seed's happening now. Yeah, that's the, happening right the, now. Pretty goodness was on the other day. I might want to watch this. Yeah, they actually. Doomsday only worked. Their approach only worked because of the actor they cast. Right, yeah. and, yeah. The, and the Force and the their approach. Yeah. yeah, I saw that guy at E3 uh, when we went and interviewed everybody for Monkey Island for for, for Lucas Arts. That dude was hanging out the Lucasfilm thing. The actor who plays Doomsday. Yeah, right. and he seemed like a super nice guy. He was up enthusiastic he's about hot. the whole he's, thing. He's really I should have gotten looking. his number and been like Heidi Hilliker, boob <laughs> Anybody else with that? I I was just shocked because I didn't know who this kid was. Right. And anybody else, it would have come off so cheesy. But you to actually, have like a shape shifting Doomsday or something. Yeah. Like yeah. And like he can't remember what he did, but he knew he did something right. so horrible. So he was he was great. Oh man, would I love to see that kid play like a young Bruce Banner? Yeah, he would actually be really good at it. Oh, he'd be great. He'd be really good at it. Yeah, I, actually, I'd like to see. That's my Jimmy Olsen. Well, if they're for doing Zack Snyder's remake, that's who I. The would. Jimmy Olsen from Smallville? No, 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 no. Uh, that guy. Doomsday. That guy, Doomsday. Well, no, nah, they, they got to cast. I don't know uh, he's too good looking. Yeah, no, they, they got to cast. Uh, <laughs> I'm just—it's just true, though. You know what I mean? Like, well, well Ben Dunn's trimming down. Ben, ben, <laughs> our buddy Ben Dunn got the staple surgery, and as soon as he's like Jimmy Olsen, a buck eighty. Oh man, he, he, no. yeah, oh, he, he can be Jimmy Bolson. Either that or he, once he's bent down, he probably would make a really good Jimmy yeah. Olsen. Yeah, he's like, oh, excuse me, Clark. Ah, like, like, <laughs> you can see. A Ben Dunn hamming it up. Actually, I'd really like to see a version because if, if he doesn't, if he doesn't lose the weight, yeah. If he doesn't lose the weight, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't lose the weight, he's have like to play the, the nerdy sidekick um, with the computer. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think that uh, with this, you know, the Hulk in this whole TV thing, Guillermo del Toro is going to be doing this whole TV Hulk, and he's helping produce it. Are they pulling over? Um, no, Mark Ruffalo. No, no. So now we're going to talk about maybe this guy would be good for the for the Bruce Banner on the new. Hulk series, but oh, yeah, that guy would probably be good. Yeah, he, he would be really good. Hey, hey Marvel TV. And I want to just TV. at the end of every episode, I just want to see him walking. <laughs> I can see that guy though. Can you just see him? The only guy I'm looking at is now. I just picture Stewie every time. Well, uh, we're still talking casting. There's another news story up on the front page of Geekscape.net. It's that Mark Wahlberg is going to be playing Nathan Drake from the Uncharted movies. Uh, and, and is this still with David O. Russell as the director? This Uncharted. Um, I've never played through the first two Uncharted games. I, don't, I have yet to get a PS3. But Bibiani loves them. You guys love them. The girls from Zaxi can't get enough. Of them. And I know that this whole Un- Uncharted thing. He's like a charismatic dude. He's like a young Jason Bourne mixed with James See, Bond mixed with. Uh, he's not yet. He's n- well. I thought he was in like his thirties. He, he's an adventurer. He's, he's discovering right about his father's the same stuff. Same age as Indiana Jones in the original Indiana Jones movies. He's younger. Okay, so, so he's, yeah. he's he's mid thirties. Yeah, thirties. Yeah, yeah, about our age. But late forties. I mean, he's still a prof- I mean, late thirties. He's still a professor, and like you know, Indiana Jones yeah. wasn't any like, you know, a young guy would have punched the dude with the sabers. He just shot him. He he didn't got time for that shit. Uh, it, um, the big disappointment on Twitter is all for some. Is this okay. for sure? Or is this a rumor? This Mark this Wahlberg. This is for sure. He confirmed. Mark Wahlberg got cast as Nathan site. Drake. He, so he's going to be he's, Max Payne and Nathan Drake. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's oh trying God. to get Robert oh, De Niro to sign on as his dad and Joe Pesci as his uncle. Um, Interesting. And 
This I, just in, the uh, Uncharted movie is going to probably be a giant piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, confirmed here on the website. Uncharted for, uh, equals faster. <laughs> I just can't wait is for this Robert funny to, to you? You I want some trash? I can't picture Robert De Niro putting up with David O. Russell's shit. Yeah, he's gonna get punched just like George. George Clooney, Clooney punched, punched him. him. Yeah, I don't know about this. Nathan <laughs> and Lily Tomlin. You know what? You know what, Sony? If if you're happy, I don't think I will get a PS. Twitter was really disappointed that Nathan Fillion didn't get cast, but that happens with every major role. Let, let me tell you. Oh sure. We, we like all Nathan love. Fillion as, we love Nathan, Nathan Fillion as, and we're like. Unless he can't play Reynolds. everyone. We love, we love <laughs> know, Nathan right? Fillion. You guys want to cast Nathan Fillion and everything. Apparently now there's like, a thing to have him host SNL. Have you seen that? that would, you know, I, I, so I would that. like it worked that. with Betty White. It worked with Betty White, and that's great. But I don't want to join your Hi. fucking campaign. All right, but I did. I did join. I, know, yeah. I joined the Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, what? if I, Cookie Monster hosts SNL, I would want to see it live. You know, I, like I mean, that's like like live, live. You know what? This is democracy at its finest. And you can be your co- fucking communist, socialist ass all you want, but I gotta tell you, oh. if the people want, what if they the want, people they, want Cookie Monster hey, on SNL, hey, I gotta believe the people. I'm finally working through civil war, so I know that even though I may disagree, <laughs> my point is still valid. You're like Iron Man. You don't. You're like Iron Man. I'm like Captain America. I'm like no. If people want, two years if pe- later, people, three years later, I'm you're gonna shoot me. Civil. You're gonna shoot me. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Spider-Man had a new costume. It, oh, it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're just literally, like that. Are you literally just issues. now reading to war? Dude, uh, I was DC at that time. Uh, yeah, because that's all that all crisis shit. You can't just do both? Yeah. I didn't do both. You I bought all of 52? I bought all of 52. I bought all of Civil War. Yeah. I bought everything. Biggest sucker you got here. I do it for you. I had to pick one. And I was going with DC because I had that wrong. You know what? Yeah, I respect choices being made in comic book purchases. I myself had to pick comics, food. And for you, I, I comics. the comics I didn't like, I ended up eating them. How, how did that issue of 52 taste? It tasted like shit. How did it come out? It, 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 uh, paper cuts. <laughs> paper cuts up and down my track. But let me tell you guys. Geeks, geeks, 52 times. Geekscape is, what I, Geekscape is what I live for with you people. At least he was and, regular for and I, and I gotta be honest with you. Let's talk about Geekscape's intensity here. On Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving I get a text. Did you? And the text has an image in it, and it's from a Geekscapist. And it, this is the this is the image, and I'm going to put it up on the site, uh, on the show right now. Um, I'm waving to tell myself this is where you put the pictures. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, it's a picture of a Geekscape tattoo. Someone got a Geekscape tattoo. Someone got a Geekscape tattoo. Right on. Um, no, if you no? see this, yeah. there's other pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sanders, who you guys know because two episodes ago we took, oh. showed pictures of him in a Geekscape shirt and an arsenal of weapons, has now gotten a Geekscape tattoo. Uh, are you from Michigan? He's from, uh, <laughs> he's he's from, from Long Island, probably the longest part of Long Island, out in the middle of the... You know, Frank? I like the Frank. part where they have really wow. loose guns. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, I like Frank. And I gotta tell you, he said years ago he was gonna do a Geekscape show. No one was more heartbroken when my old podcast went away than Frank Sanders. He was so upset, the whole Revision 3 show. Like, when that disappeared, he goes, I don't have a place. We made Geekscape for a place place for him. And in any way, in any case, I think that he's gotten this Geekscape tattoo to force me to not quit Geekscape ever. (laughs) Right? Like, he's like, you know what? I got it fucking tattooed on my skin. And if you quit Geekscape, I will tattoo it on your skin. So I think as much as, as this like tattoo is like a, a love letter to Geekscape and like a, I love Geekscape, I think it's also a threat <laughs> to myself. Like if you quit Geekscape, I've, I've, 
Or I like mean, a pity parade. He's got this too. geekscape tattoo from his knee to like like halfway up his his quad, and he's kind of pushed out. Like he hasn't done the lettering yet. You got to do the lettering. Um, people are just gonna look at it and be like, "What the fuck is that?" You got to tell them. Like if you can, oh, oh before you do the lettering, put .net on it. Is that okay? So like, like they don't just go to just so they know. Com, yeah. Like, just like, can you do that? Can you be a walking fucking billboard? With his placement, though, who's going to see that? His wife, and she's blowing him. Oh, he is married. Yeah, he's married. Okay. Yeah, he's married, and she's alive. Which uh, you probably couldn't get this tattoo if you weren't already married. What's really funny is he's gonna, <laughs> they're going to go in for a tattoo, and I want to get a face. Oh, oh, you want to get your wife's face? No, 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 Jonathan. I want Jonathan Lundin's <laughs> face. <laughs> this right here. Uh, get your wife. It's a bit more photogenic. Uh, and when you get more ripped, like, my face will stretch out. I'll look like Ralph Macchio in Karate Kid 3, not 2. Or 1. Uh, so, comics. Let me tell you, comics, on, comics. on Thanksgiving, my, I got my wife, uh, you know, for the trip, for the flight up to Seattle. I got her I Lock and Key, cro- I got yeah. Lock and Key number 2 for my wife to read, because she enjoyed Lock and Key number 1. And I know I that you are a huge Lock and Key fan. This Joe Hill book, if you, we've talked about it on the show, so you guys should have been reading Lock and key, and I need. You should be. So we've read the first two trades. I have. I have yet to read the second one. I, I was catching up on some stuff, but um, what else do you read? I know you love lock and key. I love lock and key. It's like my number one book. I read a lot of DC. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck is going on in DC right now? Can you fucking can, can you know. help me? But I'm stopping reading some of the Batman titles. I'm reading. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. That work. and like I'm really into like the Blackest Night, Brightest Day, Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps. In the which, Flash, I like the. I like. I'm gonna I like, have to cut down. You know what I like? Fran- I like Francis Manipal's artwork Warriors. on the new Flash. Emerald Warriors is I legit. haven't been reading Emerald Warriors. I had to call, draw a line somewhere. Okay. There's three good <laughs> yeah, Oh, the book that has Guy Gardner and one other yeah. person? Nah. I'm there's, just like, three, I mean, three, I might be dropping yeah. core, and I still really like it. Oh, but I, I like Green Lantern. I mean, too, I just, it's just too many. I'm, oh. I'm behind. When I get, like, when I get four issues behind in a book, I know I need to stop reading mm-hmm. it. Angel. I'm not reading Angel anymore, although I buy Ooh. it. Why do I buy it? I oh. buy it every month. I don't even read it. I do that though, and, and it's just to me like like having like having a trade. I'm like, oh, I made issues in. Yeah, Sometimes I'll do that. Trade. I'll just read them all at one time. Some stories are worth doing that. I mm-hmm. think. Um, like, I mean, a lot of like I like how some comics are now coming out, and like a lot of like the the original stories. You know, obviously not superhero stuff, but they'll come out in, like six issue arcs. Lock mm-hmm. and Key does that. Umbrella Academy, which I also really love. Yeah, that's a great book. Um, oh, actually, we didn't. Uh, since you mentioned Umbrella Academy, um, do we? No way. We we aired the the interview with Gerard Way. We, not from Comic Con this year. We didn't. We did. We did. It was in the Comic Con episode. No, it wasn't. I guarantee you, if you guys go to the second uh, half of the Comic Con doubleheader, the Gerard Way episode is towards the uh, the Gerard Way interview is towards the end. Yeah, that was a long episode. Yeah, yeah I blanked. Oh, maybe sorry. Blanked. Didn't mean to interrupt. Love him. Yeah. Gerard Way. Love Umbrella Academy. But I like that. I like doing that with the six issue ones sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just like letting them go. Um, I'm a really big like one of my non-superhero books that I read right now that I really really like and a friend of mine got me into it um, is Northlanders the Brian Wood series yeah. I love it I love it I'm, I'm one behind I just got metal number four and Northlanders skips protagonists like you know it, it's you, fantastic you can literally pick up the second trade of Northlanders yeah. and you wouldn't have to have read the first yeah you could pick it up at any time because mm-hmm. like some of the stories are just one shots and then sometimes it'll be like three issues long or four issues long or six issues long but they're not always about the same people right. they're not always about Vikings they're just about people of that era which, I mean and they cover like a huge amount of time too that I mean it's it's really good and he always has different artists and they're always great they're always really really yeah, good yeah so I mean that's probably the only image title that I read Really? Monthly. You know, like oh, I'll pick up stuff sometimes. And then like Walking Dead you'll read in trade or this Yeah, I've read Walking Dead in trade. I'm, I'm really far behind. But I actually have to oh, okay. say that like I got kind of, I got a little bored. 
You got a little bored with Walking Dead. Oh, that's it kind of dropped off. Look at her. I, I, it, which arc uh, started to bore you? you? Don't spoil too much. Um, It was like, yeah, I know, because now like, the Is show's that, on too. People are watching the show. There was a bit of a lull where I kind of kind of dozed off too, but then it started picking up again after they met the governor. Okay, I'm not that far. Okay. A prison. I was in the prison. Okay. Oh, you're, you're early. The on. prison just happened so long. There's yeah, so in, in, the, in the prison, the prison goes on for a bit. But you're going to be happy that you did. There's some. Be, if I get through the prison, yo, know, if you get out of prison, you're going to be a free girl. All right, all right. Because up to that point, because I can't, I don't know what it is. Here's what it is exactly. I love zombies. I love the idea of a zombie apocalypse. I love the idea of a post-apocalyptic. You come world. to ZombieCon next year. I should. Um and. I just want some more blood. I want some more gore. I want some more things going on. And I want characters that I care about. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of them, they're just not people. I wouldn't take them on my team. I would drop every single one of them. There are some weak motherfuckers on that. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take one of those people. I don't even care. I wouldn't even take like the main guy. What's his name? Um, right. But well, now that he's a gimp. Isn't that yeah. the reality yeah. of the situation? If the zombie apocalypse happens, the people that are going to survive are going to be like, what a doucher. Well, right, but I'll just go and find, like, other people. I have a whole plan. I don't know if you've read my Facebook, but I'm the prophesized leader of the post-apocalyptic world. I've oh, got a plan. I think after this episode, we've all signed up. <laughs> like, like, like you, you're, you can be on my team. You're showing yourself to be legitimized. Um, I, well, I, I hate to tell you, I would, I would absolutely be a weakling. I'd be dead within three hours. Um, I don't think I would be. I'd be like, hey, my mailman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mailman, come with us. <laughs> Did I get my Sports Illustrated? <laughs> And then there'd be like strings. There's always strings. Uh, tons of strings. Because I'm such a fucking talk. It comes from my loud mouth. Mm. What do you What do you need, Walter? Oh no, uh, just Walking Dead, like the oh uh, zombies. The, the no, it's not zombies. Well, zombies. Well, yeah, we uh, we, we got friend. this. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, that's, that, that, that's perfect. Tie in, tie in, tie in. That segue, it's a good segue, kind of. Uh, at, at ZombieCon, we met this girl. She did a, sh- uh, a book called The Undead Situation. Cool shirt. And The Undead Situation is going to be available online for um, at theundeadsituation.com. You're going to be able to buy this book. It's actually a book that you can buy on an e-reader, and I think it's going to be published as well. It's gonna, cool. Yeah, it's going to be on Amazon. And, uh, and you guys are like, oh, why do I care about this zombie book and this and that? The girl's 19 years old, and she wrote this book. She lives up in Washington. We met her at ZombieCon. Awesome. Very cool girl named Ellie. We actually interviewed her. We interviewed her, but there were some audio issues. Audio Guys, issues. audio issues is the reason half of... You're only seeing half of Geek's game. That's <laughs> uh, why we go to the website. It's like, well, they definitely can fucking read it. You know what I mean? Uh, Ellie is very cool. She has this thing called the Undead Situation. I've got an XL shirt right here. Whoever wants it gets this and also gets... Uh, I'm, throw, I'm, 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 I'm juicing the wheels here. A uh, how to do it yourself guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse. Oh. Obviously, no one in this room needs it because I'm dead and she's the leader. But if you guys find yourself adrift on a boat or like away from Heidi in any way, you might. Well, need maybe this you book. need to read it before you can join me too. I would. Right. I like people to do their homework. Yeah, and this thing's got like it's got cartoony stuff. Look, a little little shout out to the S Mart here. And these guys have done this uh, this kind of funny guide to the uh, zombie apocalypse. Their name is uh, Bud Hansel and John Olson. We also met them at. At ZombieCon, hold your tongue, to hold your tongue. Awful song. Yeah, they they actually made him. Okay, I'll say it. I was gonna spare you the story, but no, they no, made him get up story. on stage and sing a zombie zombie version of zombie Bohemian version Rhapsody. of Bohemian Rhapsody. It was painful. Huh. I love how they um, categorize people in here, so you can find your category. Yeah, find your category. And then you know who, like what the total like, slacker. The total slacker. That's us. Yeah. The celebrities <laughs> That's and people too privileged, too used to privilege. Oh, the, they're gonna the die. arrogant know it all. They're gonna die. Yeah. Status con- conscious egotists. They're gonna die. All those people are gonna die. Self-styled zombie hunters. That's yeah, what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Host lets bimbo spin some players dead. 
I don't know. I think, I think a pimp might actually make it. You might need a couple muscle to delegate. <laughs> um, but the, hey, here we are. Here we are. Comic book sci-fi fanboys. Dead. 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 We're dead. And uh, always and look like that, by the way. Emos and goths. In, in, in emos and goths may be able to just blend in. How did they get me so well? <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Yeah. So, guys, always a why would anybody want to buy a book that insults them? That way? <laughs> the, the, well, it depends on who's buying it. But the do-it-yourself guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to throw that in there. Uh, if you guys want to win this stuff, right? It's an XL shirt, so you got to be all about the XL. Um, what should they do? Should they follow us on Twitter? Follow us on Facebook? Um, they definitely have to be following us on both uh, things. And then... Um, what do you think? We haven't... We, and Heidi, and they any, need to be following Heidi. Yeah. Uh, do you have any anything cool? We've, she needs to be following him. They need to be following Heidi or else they're going to lose. What, what's your Twitter? Me. My Twitter is just Heidi Hilliker. Right. That's Heidi it. Hilliker. H-E-I-D-I-H-I-L-L-I-K-E-R. I think that's the bottom of the screen. Ooh, I know what they have to do. <laughs> what do they have they to do? Have to Jumping jacks? a positive review... Uh, for Geekscape on iTunes, they need to write a, an honest review on. Yes, iTunes. an honest review. Doesn't have to be positive, but just we we can use a few. Have your own opinion. reviews are good reviews to kind of. Boost guys, us when's the last time you guys were on iTunes? Did you guys buy the whole Beatles thing when it was released two weeks ago? Like, get on iTunes, look up Geekscape, mm-hmm. write a review. All right, and then maybe you get a T-shirt and a book. Maybe you get a T-shirt and a book. So all I, right. I just picked up the trade for Red Robin. Are you you picked up a Red Robin trade? Um, I read the first three issues, which is weird, and then I meant to keep on reading it, and I just kind of like dropped off on that. Why is it? Um, I don't so, know. I, I didn't think it sucked or it was boring. I mean, it was actually kind of good for the first three. I just, I think I just forgot to get the fourth one, and by you know, then a couple months passed. It totally and then happens. It totally happens. And if you forgot that you picked up the next issue of a yeah. book, what did that book really mean to you in the first place? You know what I mean? Right. It, 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 that's how you have to eliminate. You can't read everything. I mean, I guess some people can if that's your job. Like, Ian I would Kerner. love that to be my Ian job. Ian can read everything. Ian Kerner. Ian Kerner gets on this couch and we run out of tape so quickly. I seriously think he might be Neo. Like, I think he he's just, crazy. Yeah, he just jacks in and then he all the information. He yells at me for being behind, but I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, when am I supposed to be fucking. What, what, when are you? Like, I just read the last issue of The Return of Bruce Wayne last night. Like, when the hell did that come and out? And how I much of that issue? I don't know what the hell's going yeah, on there. And I love Grant Morrison. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, but I don't know what. I don't get the whole bullet thing. I get, sometimes I feel like in these big, huge like arcs in like DC or Marvel, they go into these preposterous stories that don't make any sense. If these stories don't make sense to the geeks who read them all the time, they don't make sense. Yeah. You should run every storyline through like Mark Wade or Greg Rucka, people who like grew up on comics and like know all like Mark Wade. Mark Wade, when Jeff he, Johns. Jeff Johns. When Mark yeah. Wade wrote, uh, what was the big one that he wrote? Like um, Kingdom Come. I mean, he's coming. That was a love letter to his years and years of fanboyism from when he was a kid. Like, run your shit through Mark Wade, and you'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I like he, he can he can tell you nice, fresh idea, <clears throat> but and then he can just pinpoint the issue where it's been done before, or it or it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. I really <laughs> like uh, Mark Wade did a really good um, Superman Year One mm-hmm. series. It, it wasn't called Year One, but it was like. Kind of retelling of his origin to kind of get some of the ideas from Smallville in there. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was like Lex Luthor and he and knew each other. Like and and I, I thought that was really well done. He does a really good job with humanizing uh, superheroes. Yeah. I mean, he's just great at that. Um, and I think I think a lot of people, I mean, I think Jeff Loeb does to a degree. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, a, a oh, lot Jeff of people, Loeb always makes sense. Yeah. You know? Sometimes he'll like, and I also sometimes think sometimes get, he simplifies yeah. things. To, to right. uh, but sometimes things just need to be simplified. Like sometimes that's why I like reading the, like non superhero books. Sometimes, 
like a lock and key or an umbrella academy or walking there's room for both or whatever and we do do both yeah i've i've read every issue of conan and (laughs) and i i love dark horses conan it always has great artwork it's always a really clean story and I've all, I've got every single issue. Same thing with their with Stan Sakai who does Usagi Jimbo. I've picked up every issue Dark Horse has published. I absolutely, love and Queen I will continue country. to. Queen uh, Queen and Country. That's Greg Rucka. Like yeah. like yeah, he's brilliant. Clean stuff, guys. That it uh, doesn't always have to have a fucking magic bullet from the future that shot through time. Like, sometimes it just needs to be like a nice simple story. You know what I mean? With some good characters. Sometimes the story doesn't even have to be that incredible. It just has to be like characters doing something together that that you care about. Essex County was all character and Jeff Lemire is now writing that Superboy comic I was telling you guys about uh, with Connor Kent. Like that Essex County is one of the greatest comics I've ever read. Back on the first podcast we told you guys about Blankets and everybody was like oh my god Blankets changed my life. Very simple stories that are all character. You know what I mean? Amazing stuff. Uh, It's like Walton. Uh, What did I read? Um... I gotta get this back from a guy. Uh, you were gonna loan me the book. Um, it, it's a uh, wait, waiting places. The waiting. The waiting place. place. Right. The guy yeah. who's now writing the um, Nomad story backups in Captain America. Uh, the waiting place. I got that from Martin Scher in Canada, one of our geekscapists in Toronto, and it's just a really good episodic story about being in high school. That that little area in the last two years of high school, and then finding out where you want to go in life. It it just really nailed the poignancy of all of it. Is it just is know? it just a graphic novel or was uh, it a bunch of? It was, was a, a collection of stories and it was a collection of like little spurts in a story, and so the the, the writing is consistent but the artists aren't, and they do a good job of keeping recognizable elements to them. So even though the art changes, you're like, okay, that's definitely that character, that's that character, that's character. You never get lost, and it skips maybe a couple times between each little story arc, but when you look at the whole thing in a, in a, as a whole. Nothing grand happens. It doesn't have a giant climax. It doesn't have a huge payoff. It doesn't have a huge lesson to it. But you look at it as a whole, and it just feels like you've watched a sliver of, uh, of someone else's life through a window, and you feel that connection. So The Waiting Place, I mean, cool. I try and read the Nomad backups in Captain America, and it just doesn't have that resonance. I'm still waiting for a, a China Cluxton to do another Blue Monday. That's kind of like my go-to. What is that? I don't know. It, it's it's kind of a a, a teen. It, it's it, if John Hughes wrote a comic book, it would be Blue Monday. <laughs> it, it's really fun. There's four volumes out, and uh, it's the story of Blue Flanagan, Blue Flanagan, uh, Flanagan. But it's this girl going through high school. She's not exactly the popular kid, but she's got this really good group of friends, and they're mods, and they. It's just fun and it's goofy and it's great and the art style is really really fun kind of anime kind of thing. Uh, if you haven't picked it up, the, the they just re-released the trades again um, and there's four of them and they're really good. Uh, if if you like um, fun, if you like John Hughes, you're gonna like you're gonna like it Blue Monday. Sure. Blue Monday. If you like John Hughes. Blue Monday. We all like John Hughes. We met at a John Hughes screening. Yes, we met. Aww. Yeah, it was a first date. Precious. Um, a good day. Well, it wasn't even like the manly one. It wasn't like breakfast club. No, no, it was pretty and pink. <laughs> it was pretty no, pink. It was sixteen candles. <laughs> no, it was pretty, it was pretty pink. pink. <laughs> Walton, I got to I got to share with you a little bit of concern here. Uh oh. Two or three times in this podcast over the last uh, I don't know how many minutes. How many minutes? Uh, fifty-four. Okay. And the last fifty-four minutes, as we round to a close, you've shocked me with a little bit of marble mouth. And you know what you're saying. You've been trying to say something, a little bit of marble mouth. You know, you're you're searching for words. You're not saying things clearly. 
I gotta tell you why I'm concerned. <laughs> I know why you're because concerned. Because Walton and Heidi <laughs> are thinking about starting this new podcast for Geekscape. You know, Geekscape is a home not just you, just you guys, uh, but to you know different people who want to do a podcast. You want to start whatever the hell you guys want to do. We talked about it yesterday with Bibiani and his writing. He wants to write. He started writing on Geekscape, and Walton came to me all excited like a like a kid on Christmas morning, and he said, <laughs> I, "I just want to have a." Uh, podcast, and I wanted to have a female bend to it because that's that is lacking in Geekscape. Yeah, I would definitely. I, I, so I'm not. I, I'm just not chick enough for you guys. It, it's obvious. Even if I, I, I boobies. I just gave up the. the, the I gave up the uh, the hormones. I gave up all the gender reconstruction surgery. It's obvious that no matter no no, no matter what I do. Yeah, I was going through it. I was like about to get reconstruction. Like there was a civil war. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to get reconstructed. <laughs> Guys, you don't know this. The entire third year of Geekscape, I'm technically a female. <laughs> but I said, you know what? I want to get married now. I'm going to have to become a guy again. So I had to get reconstructed. reconstructed. <laughs> so, were there carpetbaggers? There, there, was, there was some problems, right? <laughs> yeah, Mark, 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 Mark Twain used my junk as a backdrop for an entire novel. <laughs> but let me tell you. Let me tell you. Um... You guys, yeah, you guys will talk about a very personal aspect of my life. I brought you guys in a little too too vulnerable. (laughs) Uh, You guys are talking about doing this new podcast, and we're going to let you guys know when the podcast is up. But basically, what is this? It's it's Walton and a female co-host or two, and they're talking about what? You tell me, because they're going to want to know about it, and they're going to want to download it. Yeah, well, please tell me what it is about. Yeah, can, you tell, can you tell Heidi? I drafted. Heidi, I drafted. Um, Jillian's is very cool. Jillian, she, she might be uh, part of this. Jillian's gonna be part of it. Jessica, the comic book girl. We like uh, Jessica. Jessica's fun. You guys will love meeting uh, them. If they're anything you, like Heidi, I think you guys will love this. I'm actually after this episode, I'm really looking forward to our first comic book episode where we have Jessica on because you guys are gonna um, yeah. geek out. Jessica yeah. to talk comics. I, I don't know. Jonathan can back me up when we were. Whenever we go to events. We kind of get cornered by oh. at least one girl. You guys aren't chicken off. You guys are so manly with like the porno stuff that we do on the site, with the stuff and that you know, like like when we review the porno movies, but yeah. as if they're not pornos, and like you know, we support parodies of, of stuff, and you and know, we're kind I of a guy thing, and I, and I can get very Howard Sterny. And I think sometimes girls miss that. Sometimes it's very tongue in cheek. I mean, the porn stuff we're essentially mocking it. I mean, but see, but all they really want is a girl talking about the porn. And that they don't care it, that you're it, talking it, about the porn or mocking deliver. it. They just want a woman. We can't That's deliver all. that without a girl. So <laughs> Walton came to me and said, hey, I want to find a way to meet you. I mean, uh, I want to have a <laughs> podcast and, I, and I, want to, I want to put an end to this. Girls aren't represented on the site enough. And I thought that was a great idea. And so you're thinking about doing this podcast where girls uh, will finally be represented yeah, on our I, site. Heidi I'm all for it. and I are going to probably sit down and tape here shortly. Don't uh, talk me out of it. And um, but no, I, we're gonna get feedback. I mean, we're gonna talk about. Uh, we had no voice. Geekscape had no we had authority Gayscape. at all. We had Geekscape, but we had no authority oh. at all to like jump in and help Katie. We had Geekscape saying, "Hey, let's help Katie, the Star Wars girl." Right, right. Bears no weight because it's a oh, bunch that, of that little girl who got bullied for being a Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. that poor little girl, and she's freaking cute as a button, Katie. Yeah. Why cute. did she use her lightsaber? I don't know. She should have. I would have. Uh, and, you know what? If, if it was prequels, then I would have I would have jumped in. I, I would have been like, you know what, girl, go home. And I, I honestly I think, think there's so many topics in geek culture where a, a female perspective has more weight and more value. And especially with Gilmore like, not even taping the show that much anymore. To have us sit around and talk about fridging, oh, a bunch of guys are bitching about fridging. 
you know, we're, it's not we're not even represented. Fridge. Fridging is Kyle Rayner's girlfriend. Oh, she Green got chopped up by yeah, by, by it, Blockbuster. It's, it's become a, a bit of an issue, <laughs> and actually, one of the segments that I hope to have is the fridge of the week, where <laughs> we discuss the character that just two weeks ago we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but um, two weeks ago on SGU. Uh, Stargate Universe. I like that show. I love that show. But then they gave us a two for one on the fridging, and they fridged two female characters at the same time. Whoa! And really? Just, Who like, went? Um, I haven't watched that since the first season. Um, I'm sorry. Well, is this, well, this, is, this is just like well, we're getting gonna, off yeah, topic. Talk, talk about no, we're show. actually going to talk about <laughs> on our show. Okay. Yeah, so guys, so, <laughs> this show. Um, what, we're what we're still say? actually looking. Think for about a name, name but right? I like uh, Brian's female side. No, there's a bit of a Star Trekky. Um, Brian gets a restraining like. order. It's, it's, <laughs> Brian gets in touch with his female side. It's called massive conflicting impulses. Massive conflicting impulses. I actually like Star it Trek. A lot. It's a Star I like Trek it too. Reference. Yeah. I mean, it's a little sexist, but. Well, no, that's why. <laughs> but I think that's it's, why it's, it's good. Yeah. And, <laughs> I feel like it's ironic. It, it can be sexist well, as well. No, it's, it's ironic. No, if it if it's it clever. if it was made last week, if that I mean. No, I it's retro futuristic. I'm down. Yeah, with it. it's like I think I think it's funny. It's like. Women aren't a mass of conflicting impulses, well, and, and honestly, warning light. It'll give you a warning light. Warning light. Uh, Geekscapists. Geekscapists. You know you're going to have to find that on the Geekscape website. We already have another podcast, <laughs> Fandom Planet, with Zach Carr and Tim Powers. It's available on the website. It's also available on iTunes. So we got to go out there and support the rest of the Geekscapists going out and doing their own initiatives. If you guys, you guys know how to find me. If you guys are, have your own ideas, if you want to write for the site or something, and you can find all that at Geekscape.net. That's where we hang our hats. That's where Walton gets ideas. Uh, That's like where this. people look for tattoo uh, that's images. That's where people look for great <laughs> ideas for a tattoo. Um, and I, I wouldn't be what I am, whatever the fuck I am, without you guys. Uh, and I want to thank you for that. Also, you can find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter by searching those sites for Geekscape. Uh, or finding us at that URL slash geekscape.net spelled out, D-O-T-N-E-T. And of course, go to Geekscape and buy a t-shirt because you don't have to tattoo yourself to be a walking billboard to the site. That's true. Uh, submit news. Submit news. Do whatever you guys want to do. Go on the forums and talk to each other. And of course, uh, she's over here. Uh, Heidi's got Nerd Queendom. If you guys want to check out that uh, the blog that she keeps, be patient with her. She gets to it when a lady gets to it. Yeah, all right? you know, when it's important. But I think you guys have loved her opinions on the show. We want to thank her for coming on with us. Thank you so much. She's going to be great on this thing. Yeah. You know, this three, thing. Three pairs whatever of Whatever it is. Or whatever you guys want to call it. <laughs> four, it used to be boobs. Four boobs, one chick. Four <laughs> boobs, one bigger boob. <laughs> but whatever it is, guys, you're going to want to support it because it's our Geekscape is out here putting together our community. Uh, and we look forward to it. We'll also be here next week with, uh, I think we got a, a special writer, Scott Brown. He's, he's a writer for Zombie Books, and he's cool. going to be here next week. And we're going to be talking about more movies, video games, and comics. So we'll see you guys there. All right? NerdQueendom.com. Mm-hmm.